Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo, it would be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if uh, if Brupolo was in Sardis. Well, JJ Harrell might get made us. Well, up that's there. what I was. I was gone. I was give a shout out to the ringleader there. But yes, what a guy! What a great guy! He's a great kid. But those kids that sign with other schools, they they don't have it together. He's a great guy, even though he flipped from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. He's, we love JJ. We don't want those other guys. They got character issues, character red flags issues. galore. Yeah, they and probably they. You know, I know it's legal now, but they probably found a way to cheat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, those other schools. But wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Simply go to the website and place an order. And, guys, I don't know if, it, if you can get it in time for Christmas. Probably a little late for that. But, I mean, you need, you need coffee for New Year's. You're definitely going to need it on New Year's Day after you get home from that New Year's Eve party. You need a little coffee to get your day going, get you ready for bowl games. Do it with a trip. To strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, a Bulldog initiative uh, supporting business. The good folks over at PIP Printing, they want to remind you that 10% of every order you make with them gets back to the Bulldog initiative. So if your business is spending money on printing anyway, why not give PIP Printing a call? See what they can do for you. They've been working in this state for 30 years. They know how to help you market your business through all sorts of marketing materials, Envelopes, forms, banners, windows and wall graphics, 3D signage, whatever it is, they've got it. And again, 10% of whatever sale you make with them, back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name. All you got to do is say, hey, I heard about it on Thunder and Lightning. Hey, I heard you guys support the Bulldog Initiative, and they'll take care of that for you. 601-499-5216, that's the number. And that's not a that's not an office line. That is the owner's cell phone number. That's how serious he is about customer service. He's willing to take you on as a personal client and take care of your needs directly. Great stuff. Help the Bulldog Initiative by buying from PIP Printing. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. I, I would definitely advise uh, going to College Corner at this point. I, I, shipping at this point, it's, it's over. You got no chance. It's, this is the 21st. So get in the car this weekend. Do that last-minute shopping in Jackson. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. It just won't be there in time for Christmas. So, too late. You can't sit here, sit here on December twentieth as we record, 
and decide, oh, I think I need to order. Yeah, something. yeah, it's it's too late now. But you know, you know, for next time, Are shipping's you, gotten a lot better, but not at this point. We're, we're five I wonder, days away. I wonder from what the cost would be to ship something if you to guarantee it by Christmas. No, like, astronomical, like a hundred bucks probably. Yeah, you probably twice what you pay for what the the the, the item. Yeah, usually you can get something in like a day or two. Yeah, but it's but it's now cost it, money. it's just it's going to be tough. There you go. Ah, uh, where are we here? Restaurant Tyler. That's where I'd like to be right now. And I know offense. I'll be to, at uh, oh, the guest room tonight. That's right. You're going. You're going. Going out tonight. Big fancy man over there. Tyler's just taking all row. your money. Yeah, they're they're eating into my pocketbook. Well, you know, at least you get to eat into their food. We had to cut into the Christmas presents this year because I decided to go <laughs> to Restaurant Tyler two weeks in a row. <laughs> you t- had to tell Natty, like, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry honey. honey, we couldn't get you that gift you wanted because Uncle Brian won the pickup contest this year and he just killed me at Restaurant Tyler. Blame Uncle Brian next so, time, sweetie. Now, when I next time I see her, she's going to be like, why did you have to get two appetizers? You know, and then I'm going to feel great. She got I'm going to feel great. She got like a, uh, a Tootsie Pop for for Christmas. <laughs> Here, honey, don't you don't you like these? Isn't, isn't that Big Daddy's favorite? Uh, I don't know if he eats them as much anymore. Uh huh. But yes, it was. Okay. He would eat like two or three a night. What's Big Daddy's favorite at restaurant? Tyler is the real question. I don't. We need know. to get him there. Uh, well, I've taken him before. We we need to do. Uh, it would be it would content be content like, idea. We need to do a week's worth of lunches with your dad. You right. guys come come to town every day. We we'll go to eat at a different restaurant every day together. Uh, I mean, I would be down for that. I think he would be too. We need we need to get him on one day, just when we don't have nothing going on, maybe in the summer or yeah. something, and just a little summer talk. revival series. We'll just talk to him, like just yeah. you know, just get some thoughts from him. Well, here's what we should do. All right, this this is a real idea. The week of Father's Day. Okay. Let's get Big Daddy on, and the rumblings that week will be fatherly advice. And we have three fathers on the show of three different age groups, right? Like, you have a small child, I have teenage kids, and his kids are all grown. So, so we just, people just say, like, what would you do in this yeah, situation? Yeah, give me some fatherly advice. Okay. I like that. My it, dad would love that. He would have, a, he'd be tickled. If you ask my dad for advice on anything, or if you acknowledge... Tickled pink. If you acknowledge that that you need my dad for mm-hmm. something, yeah, it just makes his year. There we go. And then we'll eat at Restaurant Tyler after. Yeah, why not? All right. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Guys, if you are looking for a small-town bank that has big-time financial performance, you found it with Priority One. 16 locations means there's one near you if you live in Central Mississippi. Community banking is just as important as eating as our local restaurants and shopping as our local stores. It's what makes our communities strong. So find out more about Priority One Bank by going to their website, PriorityOneBank.com. If you're already a customer and you haven't downloaded their app, I don't know what you're doing, man. That is a great app. It does a lot more on it than just moving your money around. You can do a lot of great financial work right there on your mobile device with the Priority One app. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. For the final t- well, no, I guess not for the final time for the class of 24, but let's play it anyway. All right, signing day uh, has now come and gone, and Mississippi State has put together what appears to be a relatively surprise-free class, shall we say. Um, They've got most of their guys that they expected in the boat. They're still playing the waiting game, as we record anyway, on... uh, 
Stonka Burnside and Daniel Hill. We'll talk about them later in the show. San Frisco McGee is a guy that they expect in this class, but he is not going to sign until February. He wants to sign with his teammates down there at Macomb. They're doing a February ceremony. So be it. And so Mississippi State now with uh, 18 signees in the boat and 10 transfers in the boat. I think all in all, first off, the lack of drama is exciting. I, I, I don't much candor for signing day drama. I don't, no, like, I don't like it. I'm too old and it, I'm it, too it, it got really old. The last one that we really had was that, I guess, the MJ Daniels one, wasn't it? Yeah. Was there another one that – but it's like every year – you know, Ole Miss or someone picked off a Mississippi State recruit mm-hmm. on signing day. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was gut wrenching every single year. And you're sitting there waiting, you know, who's it going to be? The last few years, they've been able to kind of seal that up. I think like the last three years or so now, they've, they've been able to make sure that that hasn't happened. So mm-hmm. that's nice. Sign everybody you're supposed to. I and, think, I think that Ole Miss tried with Noriel White this year. They tried to get state. I think they they put they put a, a, a hook in the water and state didn't yeah. want to take it. Yeah, I was never buying that. I wasn't either. But it just feels like they were trying to get state to like. I think if state had reached out and been like, "Are you interested?" He would have committed and then flipped today. Yeah, I think that's what would have happened. I would have just said, if I was Mississippi State, I would have just said, "We will send you papers on signing day. Mm-hmm. If you send them back, you're with us. If you don't, then okay, yeah. don't commit to us." That's publicly. probably what happened. Yeah, yeah like just what. You'll have papers because they do send papers to guys all the time. Mm-hmm. They, they'll send papers to guys that they don't even know if they'll. I would have sent them to to, uh, to Jeremiah Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, Dylan Riola. Just see maybe he'll happens. accidentally sign that one. It says state. Oh, it's not Ohio. Oh, state. No, oh no, that's signed. I'd have a, I'd have a lawyer standing right there. Nope, nope, that's signed. Sorry. So, and then I would have Brian Johnson show up. But it's signed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what you We're did. going to two brothers. <laughs> anyway, um, to well, me, we'll just have Angus come in there and his schoolboy <laughs> with the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so when you look at this class, the, the the guy that stands out is the guy we mentioned at the top of the show is JJ Harrell. Um. We talked about this. You and I were convinced when he committed that, like, this is going to be a long, bumpy ride with this kid. Like, I won't be surprised to see him decommit a couple of times, you know, that Ole Miss will be prominently involved with him. And instead, not only was there zero drama, he be, be, drama, drama, not drama, um, he became the ringleader of this class. He became the guy who was pull, pulling everybody together when Arnett uh, was fired. He was the guy who kind of held the rope. And he was the guy who's helped bring in some guys into this class. And then you get on top of all that. I mean, it's great to have a guy like that in the class, you know, who's, who's doing stuff behind the scenes. He's a really good football player. He's a guy who has a chance to play a lot in year one, I think, with this offense. No doubt. I mean, hit the whenever he committed, and, and he and, Je, him and uh, Stonka committed on the same day, mm-hmm. my first thought was this is going to be something that's going to be a battle all the way to sign it day. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Tennessee, whoever. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it just felt like he was going to be kind of a drama guy because on social media he was like that. He was tweeting one team this week and one team this week. He was committed to Tennessee after 
a lot of people thought that Mississippi State had a shot with him early. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he committed to State, and that guy never wavered. I mean, ever. Never tweeted out a thinking yeah. emoji or right. anything like that. Never took the MSU stuff off offers and no. Instagram, anything like that. Even when Stonka got out, he that day he tweeted uh, a home emoji with a picture of himself at the baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy that kind of held things together when there was some turmoil there. And uh, I give Chad Bumpus a lot of that credit. I think Chad Bumpus, the relationship that he built with J.J., I talked to a couple of J.J.'s coaches, and um, they didn't like how some of the other coaches that were on him recruited him, mm-hmm. how they treated him. Some of them were um, really upset when he would go visit Mississippi State or other places. And he didn't like that. Mm-hmm. That he didn't feel comfortable with that. And you know, Chad was a guy that told him, "Hey, you want to take some visits? Take some visits. You know, you know this is home. You know, we love you here. Uh, you always got a spot with us. But you know, go enjoy the process." And that mean that meant something to him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he remembered all that. Yeah. And I think that he did a great job pulling in the guys that he did a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he's able to – I mean, it looks like he's going to have to continue to recruit Stonka and, and Daniel Hill. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know for certain what's going on there, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to have to wait until first week of January to see. But mm-hmm. he has been a, a huge part of this recruiting class. I think it's important to have those guys in your class because those are the guys that are staying in constant contact with the players – they relate the most to the players because they're the same age. They both play football. They both have common goals. So you need guys like that in your class. You need, you need a bunch of them. State had Chris Parson a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and um, J.J. Harrell was the guy this year. Yeah. We, we talked about Bumpus. I mean, he's got Harrell. He's got Mario Craver. He's got Sanfrisco McGee. We feel like he's going to get Stonka Burnside. We'll see how that turns out. That's as good a class as State's ever gotten from a receiver position. You know, you think back, the best one they ever had a few years back was when they had Stephen Guidry, Devontae Jason, Ooh. and Malik Heath, who ended up coming a couple years later because he had to go to JUCO. That was a, a rough class in retrospect. But at the time, you're like, I, I'll never forget, like, <laughs> and this is how signing day goes. Two SEC schools that year signed a bunch of freshman receivers. Mississippi State signed, or signed those three guys. Guidry, I guess, was a JUCO guy. And you were like, okay, that really changes the face of Mississippi State. They're going to be a much more passing-friendly team. Obviously, that didn't happen. The other one was uh, Alabama when they signed Judy Ruggs and Devontae Smith. <laughs> Worked out oh pretty. Their fourth guy was Tyrell Shavers. Right. Who, you know, we all know what happened there. I mean, it's kind of funny. How that, you know, it's not really funny, but it, it, it's, you see how it works out sometimes. Um, after after JJ, to me, the guy that you know that I, that moves the needle the most is Michael Van Buren. Mm-hmm. I'm still fascinated by his how quickly things came together for him. He is clearly a guy who liked Jeff Lebby and had a good relationship with him, but I guess at the end of the day, he just did not want to go to Oklahoma because it was pretty quick from the time Lebby gets the job to Van Buren. The timeline is Lebby gets the job, Van Buren decommits from Oregon, Van Buren visits, Van Buren is committed. That took like 10 days. Yeah. Um, so it's clear that he wanted to play in the Jeff Lebby offense. You, you, you got to have a quarterback in every class. If you're going to get one, you might as well get a four star, I guess. Yeah, and Lebby loves this kid. He mm-hmm. called he called him the you know a guy that he felt like could be the face of the program, 
in a few years. He this is their quarterback of the future, it seems. Mm-hmm. And you know, we'll see where Chris Parson kind of fits into the mix. I still think he's got a shot to to play in this offense as well. But he loves this kid, he, and you can tell that was his guy. I mean, immediately he was hired. Maybe a day or two later, this kid gets an offer and sets up a, a visit immediately. Mm-hmm. So the relationship there was huge. It's it's very similar to Joe Moorhead offering Garrett Schrader when he mm-hmm. first got the job. That He identified him immediately. Right. And Schrader would have been Mississippi State's quarterback for four years. Right. Had he had Joe Moorhead worked out. That, quite, that's, quite that's honestly, the if Mississippi State had hired literally anyone other than Mike Leach, yeah. Gary Trader might have been the quarterback for four years anyway. And a successful one, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I thought he was really good for a true freshman doing what he did, yeah. and he did a good job at Syracuse, too. Yeah. But yeah, I think that. You know, the goal for Lebby is probably this kid's going to be a kind of a quick learner. He's coming in in the spring, and he's, you know, a guy that competes for the starting job, not next year, but the next. Mm-hmm. And um, that that's that's how he feels about this kid. He believes that this kid can, can do some dynamic things for Mississippi State in this offense. I think mm-hmm. he's a great fit. I compared him uh, a lot skill-wise skill to Dylan Gabriel. Very similar uh, stature, very similar pocket awareness. The difference, obviously, the they throw different arms, but other than that, I mean, they're they're very similar in what I see in, in Dylan Gabriel's high school film and in Michael Van Buren's. And Van Buren is is more advanced than where Gabriel was as a high school senior, especially playing the talent that he did uh, in Maryland when they were playing some national schools there. So. I like this pickup. Uh, he was really high on him. He was really high on Blake Shapin too. He he, you can tell Blake Shapin was his guy. Yeah. Um. And you know, a lot of us felt like they were going to shoot for for higher stars there. And I feel like Dylan Gabriel was you know the number one. And when they realized that wasn't going to happen, it, it's become clear now. Blake Shapin was Jeff Lebby's choice after Dylan Gabriel, and. I continue that there's very few things that you can trust a first time head coach on, but when he's been so good at developing quarterbacks, a quarterback is is one of those things that I do trust Jeff Levy on. As you should, I think. I, yeah, I, think, I think I think he knows what he's looking for in a quarterback. That's, he's he's coached enough offense over the years. Mm-hmm. He's been um, you know, in an offensive family now for a long time. Coached under Art Briles, coaching that offense. He knows exactly what it takes to make this offense tick. I agree. Just real quick, message board geniuses is living on Florida's message board. Oh, man. They are melting. Napier's done. This was was done. He was done before the day started. He was, but this is is literally the only thing. Read this last round here if I can find one that makes me laugh. But this is literally the only thing that was holding them. Was holding him in place was this recruiting class. I can't read that one. Uh, can't read that one. And eh, they're all about the same. Um, that when I see those things, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm eating a pickle. I know you love pickles. Peppers gave bring me bring a pickle into my office. Two and a half pickles. Uh, I mean, incredible. It's a Christmas miracle. You've heard of the Christmas pickle? That's a thing, right? Christmas pickle. Yeah, you're like supposed to hide a pickle. And whoever finds it gets to open their gifts first or something like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's 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 a tradition in some houses. Um, um but the message board genius says that like those posts that, that it always brings it back like on 
on Gene's page, like people will say, like this this is the worst board on the internet. I can't believe we we allow this stuff on. Go you guys, look at another board. Yeah. Our board is like the uh, like you know, First Baptist Church discussion board. It's like baby like, food. It's 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 not even close. Yeah. Um, in a class that you know we've been talking about, it's kind of lacking defensive impact players. The one guy is Terrence Hibbler. He's the guy who kind of got State's recruiting started this summer with his commitment on the fir- the day of the top dog camp uh, back in June. You know, took some other visits, was heavily pursued by Texas. Alabama was interested, but stayed the course, and he is State's highest-rated uh, defensive signee. He's a guy that, you know, a th- high three-star, but I think we everybody would agree he's really underrated. Hibbler? Hibbler, yeah. I don't understand the ranking on him. Uh, I just don't. He's got the production. I think he's got good size. And to me, the biggest thing, and you know, I've had arguments with this before. Like, you, I think you take into account a person's film. You take into account their their size and their projectability and things like that. But shouldn't a big part of of the process be whether or not Nick Saban wants a kid or not? Like. I feel like we have to give him some kind of credence on that. I'm not saying that that needs to be your overall viewpoint on it, mm-hmm. but if Nick Saban is going after a defensive lineman, which he did with Terrence Hibbler for months, then I I feel pretty good about that guy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the kid from Canada that just committed. He was like a relative unknown. Nick Saban was after him, and now he's all of a sudden he's a four-star. He committed to Alabama? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if Terrence Hibbler commits to Alabama today and signs to Alabama than, rather than Mississippi State, well, that's what happened with Jay Lindsay, right? He's a mid, probably a mid-tier four-star. You know, I mean, yeah. What is Jay Lindsay now? I got to know. Jay Lindsay, when he committed to State, was an eighty-five. Uh, he's he's uh well, he's only up at eighty-six. He didn't go he didn't go up much. Okay, well, never mind. Guess we're wrong about everything we just said. Well, and no, he, I'm just kidding. you know, he's kind of he's he's kind of a work in progress. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's got to he's got potential, but he's got a. Mm-hmm bulk up a little bit, and it's going to take him a few years, I think. The guy in this class who could make the most immediate impact is the running back out of uh, Kapaya Lincoln, out of Colin, is Johnny Daniels. State, I mean, you look at State's running back room right now. You know, Pittman, we, we don't know what we're going to get with Seth Davis. We, we assume he's going to be out for quite a bit. So you have Je- you have Jeff Pittman, uh, you have Kevon Lee, and that's pretty much it, right? Uh, Seth Davis. I mean, Davis is hurt. Yeah, so Pittman and and Mark three. Yeah, three guys. With Davis, though, we don't know what you've got for next season because of injury. And so Daniels has a great chance to come in and be an immediate impact guy. It's kind of the kind of the reason I think Daniel Hill, if he ends up Mississippi State, could be an immediate impact guy as well. Daniels is going to be one of those typical Mississippi State signees if he pans out because not a lot of other offers. But I mean, he is rated as the number one running back in the country as far as JUCO running backs go. You think he has a, a real chance to be uh, the first the first running back next year? Yeah, I mean, it seems like they are super high on him, and that was that was a Lebby guy. I mean, State was after him mm-hmm. before he got here, and I think you know um, Rod and those guys had had stayed on him, but almost immediately, you know, Lebby like signed off on him, and he even mentioned in the day in the press conference. I, I think that's going to be their guy. At least it feels that way, and he was. I think the number one running back in, in JUCO, which, you know, JUCO has definitely been watered down a little bit. I, I don't think it's, an, it's a place where you need to live. 
I think that it's a place where you can pick pieces here and there because mm-hmm. there there's still some really good junior college players, but I don't think you need to go in junior college and get you know eight guys. You know, I, th- I think that's that's too many. Um, but this is a guy I think that can help Mississippi State tremendously next year. And if you do get a Daniel Hill and say you get a Dante Dowdle, you get both of those guys. It helps you kind of bridge the gap between Hill and and Dowdle kind of paired with Seth Davis of being the next kind of trio there. Is five Juco guys too many? I'm asking for a friend. Mississippi State has five? Yes. Uh, not. I think that's... It's treading that's on okay. the line. It's okay. But, I mean, what, it what, needs to be the right guys. What concerns me, it's three from the same team. It's the same team, and, you know, the defense gave up a ton in the mm. national championship. They did. and I mean, that's just one but game. I'm willing to, you know... Tyler Woodard, definitely okay with. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he was getting looks from SEC schools. Mm-hmm. Ashon Shepard is is a little bit of a project. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's Which got you to hate grow. to hear from a JUCO player. Yeah, and I, I think you know Marcus Ross is kind of the same thing too. I and mean, they got a, I I I just don't know yet. Right. But I, I definitely would I would spend those I would spend scholarships in this era mm-hmm. more on transfer portal guys than I would JUCO. Yeah, I agree. Who's the guy in this class we haven't talked about yet that you that you like? That we haven't talked about. Hmm. I'm trying to think who we who we haven't really talked about that I'm. I mean, just just mean today. We haven't talked about today. Like this today, we've talked about JJ Van Buren. Uh, I mean, I I like Daniels. Mario Craver a lot. Okay. I think he has a chance to be. Um, an electric piece of this offense, a, a guy that has become a little more undervalued since the summer or so. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a hot name early on in the process. He was a four star. He's got tapered off a little bit in the recruiting realm, but he still had an incredibly productive year for Clay Chalkville. He led them to a state championship, had a huge state championship game, was kind of right there in the spotlight with uh, the kid from Saraland, Ryan uh, Williams. Mm-hmm. And I think in this offense especially, you got a chance to do some stuff with him. And Lebby knows what to do. Xavier Gayton, we haven't talked about him much, mm-hmm. but he quietly had an incredible year mm-hmm. at Brookhaven and I think got bumped up by that new service you've been talking about. On three, yeah. yeah. They, they made him a four-star. I yeah. forgot what the name was. Uh, he got bumped up this past week to mm-hmm. a four-star. So right. I I'm really intrigued to see what they do with him because can play running back. I think they're gonna play safety with him, but he's a guy that can do multiple things for you. Mm-hmm. Really athletic kid. That's that's a guy that not a lot of people are talking about. You know, that could that be an, another like diamond in the rough for Mississippi State, and I hate to use that, mm-hmm. but because and now especially that he's a four star, but Nobody even talking about this kid. Yeah. And he's got a chance to be pretty good, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, let's go to the transfer portal. Let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. This weekend before Christmas, if you're firing up the grill, why not throw some steaks on the grill? You know, everybody's coming over. It's the holidays. Make their day with, with, with a steak, you know. Also, don't forget, steaks make great gifts. I'm just telling you, if you show up at my house, you're like, hey, 
Steak. I got you a steak. Cook it some other time. I'm gonna be yes. happy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be your friend after that. So check them out. Head over to your local grocery stores. I just I'm just picturing like a gift wrap steak. Like you need to put that in the fridge immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting in there like spoiled. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah, I had it shipped uh, over from uh, no, California. No, I bought it three days ago. It's just been sitting under the tree. <laughs> you know? Oh. I know. I was wondering why all the cats kept hovering yeah. around the tree over <laughs> well, there. Were, I thought there was something dead in the tree. It's under the tree. Yeah. What's that smell? Yeah. Hmm. Then Brian Johnson shows up. And he's like, I got you a steak. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to become a great running joke yes, for, the, for the remainder of our lives. Yes, Beef, it it's is. what's for dinner. Thank, I need to have Brian Johnson say that one day. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends of the Mississippi Beef Council. When we finally decide to to do our own gear, mm-hmm. which I've been pushing for years. I know. and People I, have been asking. I know. We're going to get, you know, me and you are going to have, like, silhouettes or our face or something on our shirt with, like, the, the hat uh-huh. His like Brian Johnson's hat. I'm with you so far. All right. What I want to do is me with the hat and like the tank top that he's always wearing. Yep. I want you in the schoolboy. Oh, I'll be Angus. You'll be Angus. I, I'll, I'll be Angus. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then at the bottom, like the pork, like the pork rind pork nachos. Pork nachos. Yeah. <laughs> instead of instead, dirty deeds. No, no. It, 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 it's, it, we do the Thunder and Lightning logo, but it looks like the ACDC logo. So it's just the T, T Lightning Bolt yes. L. Yes. And then, yeah, just pork rind nachos <laughs> underneath. <laughs> See, these are great ideas. Great right? ideas. We've got to get this merch store going. We got to. Ah, da, da, da. speaking of pork rind nachos, two brothers smoked meat. That's the place to go get those. I need. We just need to get some pork rind nachos. We just need to have I mean, them. I mean, if you woke up every day and told me that, I would yeah. say I agree. And I, I'm just going. I've, I've said this before on the show, but just a little pro tip for you for you here. When you go to get the pork rind nachos, just tell them you want bacon on your pork rind nachos. Just tell them you want bacon. They'll put bacon on there for you. And it's not just strips of bacon. It's like chunks of bacon. So you're getting pulled pork and chunko bacon? I mean, what, what, what do I, if I need to say something else, well, then maybe we, maybe we don't need to be friends. Maybe you don't need to be listening at that point. If, if you don't like bacon, maybe you shouldn't be listening. Ever think about that? I just ate a bacon sandwich. You did. You had a bacon sandwich, bacon and lettuce and tomato san- sandwich. You know, pork bellies make bacon that you might find in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Anyway, uh, two brothers smoke meats in the heart of the cotton district. Bulldog Initiative, uh, supporting business. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They've delivering it. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now. For 49 years. That means that you know, you know that they take care of their customers. So give them a call if you need new technology for your business. If you need a new printer, a new copier, anything like that, they'll get you taken care of. And then they know you know that the service is going to be there after the sale. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, they have uh, what you're looking for. They have the new polo, the new pullover you want to pick up. Again, probably a little late to be shipped, but why don't you head to the Rogue in Jackson and take a look at what they've got on the shelves there. Incredible selection of great-looking polos with the logos that you guys want. You don't want to have a giant banner M, you know, accentuating how wide around you are. Because, and I, Hey, look, I'm with you on that. Then, you know, go get you a nice, simple, stylish polo from the Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop 
at the Rogue. Evidently, we have really upset the Ole Miss fans because they did. believe their coaches invented wearing NIL hoodies. I mean, it's become evidently. It's people are tweeting to me. They're like, "Yeah, you've, you've made them mad." And I'm like, "I what literally, did you do? I just tweeted a picture of Jeff Lebby." And Wait, I you're you're involved in this now? I haven't gotten anything from the Rebel fans yet, but I I, I don't. Here here's my thing with this. Okay, so one of these one of these accounts tweets something mm-hmm. about Mississippi State being little brother or something mm-hmm. like that. If any of us respond. Then we're fanboys. We're, we're crying. That all we're doing is responding to make you look like a moron. That doesn't make us a fanboy, a homer, or whatever. You're the one with a grown man's picture as your profile picture. You're the one that has the school's uh, rally cry as your Twitter handle. And you're calling someone else fanboys and homers just for giving you facts? Like, I. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out where this whole like Lane Kiffin created this, Ole Miss created that, like it. it just just because I'm just calling it out for the stupidity that it is, doesn't mean that I'm in defense I'm, I'm mode. Make it, or, I'm make it very simple for you. Ready? Uh is it cool? No. Is any? No, no, no. <laughs> Anything on this earth? Is it cool? Uh, is there are some cool things. Yeah. Those are the things that Ole Miss invented. Yes. Now, are there things that are not cool? Yes. Ole Miss also invented those things. They invented invented everything. everything. Yeah. Well, there's some things that in the beginning there was Ole Miss, and from there it's just been downhill. There, there are some things they don't want to admit to. Well, there are, but you know, there are things everybody, everybody's got things like that. All right, let's move over to the transfer portal here. I I just want like I just wanted to. Exposed that stupidity for what it is. It is. There was nothing about that that was taking a shot or. So, I'm just like you're, you're like you're sitting here telling me that Lane Kiffin was the first person ever to wear a shirt or sweatshirt that's got a collective on it. Yeah. I just I don't believe that. And and outside of Mississippi, there are a lot of people that do that. Mississippi State did that with Zach Arnett. They've, they've, you know, they've been doing that with uh, Zach Selman. Mm-hmm. That this isn't a Jeff Lebby thing. Jeff Lebby didn't just start like bringing that from Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. That this is something Mississippi State's been doing for over a year now. So <sighs> they've just, anyways, they, they they have gotten it all. So some of you people just ruin everything. Yeah, I agree. And, it, and and it's not just Ole Miss fans. There's some Mississippi State people out there that ruin things, too. The Will Actually Bunch. Yeah, I agree. I love uh, you anyways. Eh, yeah. Ah, uh, what am I doing here? Uh, transfer transfer portal. portal. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You're a listener. I love what uh, State did in the, on the offensive line here. Pounders. Uh, Miner and Martinez. I got a kick. I will. I got a kick out of State's tweet. <laughs> Marlon Martinez anchored the LSU offensive line. The guy never started. He's a back key reserve for them. But Anchored is a strong word. Well, didn't they have good special teams? Maybe he did that. Yeah. But those are three quality guys there. Cameron Ball, a four-star on on 24-7. We were evidently very big on him. I mean, he's he's a big kid, 6'6", 235. I mean, he and his brother. So State got a pair of balls, huh? A couple of big balls. You know, we 
wrote a song called Big Balls. <laughs> I feel like it's getting worse. I gotta like. I've got big balls. We've got the biggest balls of them all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then there's Blake Shapin, who you could tell from his answer when asked about him that 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 indeed uh, Jeff Levy's very high on him. That's yeah. QB1, unless something unusual happens over the next month or so. Yeah, no doubt. That's definitely the guy. Uh, I don't get the impression that they're just completely shutting down their quarterback situation and not going after another guy. I think I kind of feel like they do need to go after another guy. Don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, the backup to Shapin is Mike Wright and Chris Parson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're basically putting yourself in the same position you were this past year if that's what you're going to do. Because, you know, Michael Van Buren, while super talented and a guy that I think can can run this offense, it's, it's the same thing with Chris Parson. I mean, the, that first year is like a culture shock, mm-hmm. and it's tough to get around that. So I don't want to put that in his hands. So you kind of need a guy that's been – with a college program for a couple years, maybe that can come in here and, and compete with Blake Shapin, even if that mm. is your guy. Right. But yeah, you could tell he he talked about he saw him play mm-hmm. when he was at Oklahoma. Obviously, yeah. Well, I guess he saw him play at Ole Miss, didn't he? Yeah. No, I, he didn't play in that game. He didn't. He no. was hurt. He was, he was hurt. hurt. That's right. So, but, but he did, see he him did probably see him on film. Yeah. Um. So, but he did see him at Oklahoma. He knows he knows about him. He knows kind of what he's capable of, and he said that's a guy that that kind of fit what we were doing, what we what we want to do. He's he's our guy. So, uh, you know me, like I've always been since since he committed. I I haven't been down on him. I think he's capable of being a really good player. I, I'm not I'm not um, against the take at all. I I thought the state should reach for higher guys, but mm-hmm. I just don't – when you look at it and you really break it down, I just don't know how realistic that was. Right. And if you're going to have a quarterback that you're not you know, completely sold on being a world beater, better be good up front to protect him. And with, with these three guys coming in, it looks like they're, they put a, a pretty good you know, wall in front of him with what you're returning. Um, he should be in pretty good shape on the offensive line. The transfer portal continues, though, for Mississippi State, and Levy addressed that today. They're going to be hard after cornerbacks, edge rushers. They know that they know that the what they need in the secondary. They're waiting on the second wave of the transfer portal when all the bowl games get wrapped up, and you start seeing players from places like uh, you know Alabama, Ohio State. Although Ohio State has a couple in there right now, uh, Texas, Washington, places like that. When those kids start hitting the portal, that's when you'll start bringing those kids in. For visits and state, will probably I would imagine we'll add another five or six guys all on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know how much more they would need to add offensively unless there was just a no-brainer running back or, or receiver to come in. And we haven't talked about Kelly Akari. I figured out how to pronounce his name. Uh, oh, you mean how I, I pronounced it last time? You were correct. Was wrong? No, I, you were correct the whole time. Woody Marks transferring to USC. Southern Cal. Yes. Weird that fit. is more surprising than Will Rogers going to to uh, to Washington. Like, what is what is going on? Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I know he visited there after the Washington visit, and you know, I guess he just kind of wanted a, a new start. I mean, but I'm surprised it's USC. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, good good for him. Good for Woody. You know, 
Go out there and enjoy yourself. Hope you got a good NIL deal and, and take it from there. Um, Kelly Akari averaged 21 yards per reception last year. If, if you're, uh, your motto is going to be score from far, that seems like a good piece to, to have there. You needed one of those players. Yeah. You needed a guy that could stretch the field. And two, he can take a he can take a screen pass and you know turn a, a two yard pass or pass by the line of scrimmage and make it a twenty yard pass. Mm. So you know, obviously the the numbers could diminish, but they could grow. We don't know. I mean, he could be Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a really good fit, I think, for him in this offense. Mm-hmm. And they needed to. Difference maker, wide receiver, and I feel like they got it. Yeah. It'd be nice to get one more. Well, let's talk about that because, there's, like I said, there's two players left on the uh, on the old block for Mississippi State, and one of them is a wide receiver in Stonka Birdside. That's a kid you've covered his whole high school career over at Starkville High School. You know what kind of player he is. At the end of the day, do, we, do you expect him at Mississippi State when this is all said and done? As we record, I still feel good about it. It's not – from everything I've heard, it's not a done deal. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had left the press conference, I checked with a few sources. Nobody had confirmed that anything had been signed anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still feel good about it. But until that paper is signed, Brian, I just, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm feeling great. Or, Nothing's done until it's done in right. I just, I've seen too many battles between State and Ole Miss over the years. I like where State is. I like the position that they're in. I like the fact that they have J.J. Harrell on board. They have Chad Bumpfus. You know, I think that Mississippi State has mom on their side for sure, and I'm pretty sure they got dad on their side too. So, you know, I just I don't feel bad about it, but I don't feel amazing about it either, like locked in. Right. So that's that's something that it'll definitely have to, you know, it's going to transpire over the next couple of weeks. I think pretty soon, if he hasn't signed or if he doesn't plan on – or if he if he signs and he doesn't plan on prolonging it mm-hmm. and waiting until January or something, mm-hmm. then or February, I guess, is when he'd have to do it, then I think we will start to kind of figure out yeah, I agree. where he's headed. I agree with you. Uh, and then there's Daniel Hill, who the rumor mill today is chopping around that he's not, he's going to wait till February, which means, in my opinion, you probably can just take him off the list. Uh, he is obviously trying to wait out of Alabama. Well, and, and I don't know every if you year, take it off the list. Every but, year there's a guy that you feel good about, but it feels like he is just waiting on any other offer. Yes. And, well, you know, states had states had that with uh, you know Buki Watson did that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did that? Well, I think in terms of guys couple. they lost, and you know, Jerome yeah. Carvin and and of course, and Cooper. Of course, there's yeah. there's been those guys. Yeah, but I, I it's just too early for me to to know for sure. Um, but I think what you say is temper your expectations mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. You go from feeling really good about him to if he comes here, great. If not. You know, we need to go get somebody else. Yeah, I agree. And if that's the case, if you if you can't get Daniel Hill, mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to get Dante Dowdle at right. that point. Right. It, it would be cool to get both of them. I don't know if State wants to get both of them for their either or or what, but you need to get one of those two, I think. Yeah. And 
I don't think they're all that dissimilar. I, they're both big, big-bodied running backs that can really get downhill. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan, Dante Dowdle was ranked higher than Daniel Hill coming out of high school. Yes, and I, I you know, I think I've, I've said from the beginning. I think Daniel Hill is a better linebacker prospect, mm-hmm. but you know, Levy is going to put his top athletes on offense. There's just no question. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. So. But we'll keep monitoring those uh, as the days go by, including uh, the, the transfer portal and new faces will be showing up there uh, in the coming weeks. All right, uh, tomorrow's show we'll talk a little basketball, Mississippi State versus Rutgers. Will Tolu Smith be back? Well, that's what I want to talk about on tomorrow's show. Uh, any other recruiting news that pops up between now and then, and anything else, we'll talk about it. Guys, have a great Thursday. Back with you on Friday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.